Om Gyan Kimanandasya Kananana Salakya Chakshurum Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurve Shri Chitana Manogastam Stapitam Yevutale Swayam Rupa Kadamaya Tadati Swapadantikam Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Grada Shri Vasadi Gora Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So, so welcome back on our weekly Zoom. And um, yes, it's, it's a pleasure to see you again. Some of you I've seen in person over the uh, Jamasini period, and others are far away. And, uh, but I hope to meet some of you soon for Radhasini in Vrindavan, um, that would be very, uh, very nice. Um, yeah, at the moment I am uh, reading about uh, Putana, and of course, uh, you know, there's the famous Aho Bakiyam Stanakalu Kutam verse, um, which basically is, is dealing with the extraordinary mercy of Krishna where Krishna has uh, somehow or other accepted the service of Putana. Although Putana tried to poison him by putting uh, uh, a deadly poison on her nipple, at the same time, uh, by giving Krishna the breast, she also offered her milk, and in this way, became his mother. And Krishna just ex accepted her as his mother, overlooking all her faults, all her, um, you know, overlooking her very cruel demoniac nature. So this is, uh, is such an encouraging verse, as the, the verse of encouragement that even Putana, even uh, Rupa Goswami is, is highlighting the verse. Even, even Putana got the mercy. Then, if Putana got the mercy, then, then everyone can get it. Yeah. In other words, the service that Putana offered was not, not perfect. It, it was 
Uh, yes, you offered milk, but it was mixed with poison. So that service was not uh, pure unalloyed devotional service. Yeah, when I look at, at my own service, I can, uh, I can also see that uh, so many flaws. Yeah. We are after all residents of this age of Kali and we are deeply afflicted by the age of Kali. Um, there are many concessions for the age of Kali. For example, in the 16th chapter of the Bhagavatam, when, uh, where there's the description of Kali entering into the kingdom of Maharaj Pariksit, there is a discussion that in the age of Kali, for sinful thoughts, there are no reactions. In previous ages, there are. Um, but in this age of Kali, thinking is free. Of course, you know, when we think of sinful things sooner or later, uh, they, uh, that will lead to contemplation, dieto, we see uncle, some sankirtis of the dieto. And then naturally we'll become uh, attached and sooner or later we'll act upon these thoughts. Therefore, in the Bhagavad Gita, in the austerities of the mind, it is recommended to, um, to cut the thoughts immediately right there at the root when sinful thoughts arise and reject them right there and then and don't enter the train of thought where we go from one sinful thought to an X, to an X, to an X, and before we know it. Become distracted. So, um, but the situation of Putana is, uh, is encouraging indeed. And I feel that um, we need all encouragement we can get. We need all mercy we can get. We need uh, all the special, uh, the special discounts. We need all the special licenses. We need uh, some, all the special mercy. Uh, we need it all. And just then, okay, just then, it might all work out. This is our situation. And I feel that that's an important uh, beginning to our uh, discussion of the day, because after all, uh, we are, uh, I may be sitting here like, uh, like a Swami, right? Duly ordained, uh, fleshy orange and I may uh, and I do have a dhamma although I don't care all the time but I do have and uh, then I also I am acting as a spiritual master um, but at the same time um, I'm also right also came from this age of Kali and uh, 
and also depend on the mercy. That what I'm teaching is not that I am supernatural. What I'm teaching is not that I am extraordinary. What I'm teaching is that this process is extraordinary and that this process can, uh, can even uplift an ordinary person. Yeah? We don't have to be uh, so extraordinary. Even an ordinary person can be lifted up and can be somehow or other carried by the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yeah, then, uh, then uh, for me, the connection with, uh, with Srila Prabhupada is very uh, essential in my spiritual life. And um, I see Prabhupada as, uh, as reaching out even further the fallen and conditioned, soul, conditioned souls. Than Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Srila Prabhupada personally uh, lived uh, with, the, uh, with the young people on the Lower East Side who, uh, who had broken free from all principles of, of morality in the name of uh, freeing themselves from taboos right? but with that uh, uh, taking so many intoxicants and uh, engaging in illicit sex so what can be said um, they were certainly fallen we were certainly fallen right? but Prabhupada was ready to uh, to deal with, uh, with, with, with any condition of life. Mm. So now we are carefully um, taking shelter, just carefully taking shelter. Um, we just, simple, simple basics are, are going to protect us, early rising, Chanting in the morning. Uh, if in the air temple, you can attend Mongolarity, be in Srila Bhagavatam. All these basic activities are, uh, you know, are very significant. Very significant. They will uh, counteract the influence. Uh, of God. Kalo nasta disanisa purana ko dinomitava. That the influence of Kali will become diminished by this this purana, this reading of Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, and of course, the ample of uh, of of, of, of injunctions about chanting itiso dasatam nam kalikamasa nasanam by these 16 syllables the influence of, of Kali can be destroyed um, 
So like that, we are uh, finding a way to rise above the influence of Kali. Um, yeah, that is uh, very, very nice. So let us read something about uh, Putin. So, um, on that very spot, the fiercely dangerous Raksasi took Krishna on her lap and pushed her breast into his mouth. The nipple of her breast was smeared with dangerous, immediately effective poison. But the Supreme Personality got it. Krishna, becoming very angry at her, took hold of her breast, squeezed it very hard with both hands, and sucked out both the poison and her life. Unbearably pressed, in every vital point, the demon Putna began to cry, please leave me, leave me, suck my breast no longer, perspiring, her eyes wide open, her arms and legs flailing, she cried out very loudly again. As Putin screamed loudly and forcefully, the earth with its mountains and outer space with its planets trembled. The lower planets in all directions vibrated and people fell down, fearing that thunderbolts were falling upon them. In this way, the, Putana, the demon Putana, very much aggrieved because of her breast was being attacked by Krishna, lost her life. Oh, King Pariksit, opening her mouth wide and spreading her arms, legs, and she fell down in the pasturing ground in her original form as a Rakshasi, uh, as Rita Surya had fallen and killed by the thunderbolt of India. Oh, King Pariksit, when the gigantic body of Putana fell to the ground, it smashed all the trees within a limit of 12 miles. Appearing in the gigantic bodies, he was certainly extraordinary. The Rakshasi's mouth was full of teeth, each resembling the front of a plow, her nostrils were deep like mountain caves and her breasts resembled big slabs of stone fallen from a hill. Her scattered hair was the color of copper. The socket of her eyes appeared like deep blind wells. Her fearful ties resembling the banks of a river. Her arms, legs and feet seemed like big bridges and her abdomen appeared like a dried up lake. The hearts, ears and heads of the coward men were already shocked by the Raksasi screaming, and when they saw the fierce wonder of her body, they were even more frightened. Without fear, the child Krishna was playing on the upper portion of Putana's, Putana Raksasi's breast. And when the gopis saw the child's wonderful activities, they immediately came forward with great jubilation and picked him up. Therefore, Mother Yasoda and Rohini, along uh, with the other elderly gopis, waved about just the switch of a cow to give full protection to the child Sri Krishna. The child was thoroughly washed with cow urine and smeared with the dust raised by the movement of the cows. Then different names of the Lord were applied with cow dung upon 12 different parts of his body, beginning with the forehand, as done in applying tilak. In this way, the child was given protection. Gopis first executed the process of Achman, drinking a sip of water from the right hand. They purified their bodies and hands with the Nyasa mantra and then applied the same mantra upon the body of the child. 
May Rishikesh protect your senses and align your life there. May the master of Swetadri protect the core of your heart. And may Lord Yogeshwar protect your mind. May Lord Krishna Garva protect your intelligence and the Supreme Personality Prophet, your soul. While you're playing, may Govinda protect you. And while you're sleeping, may Madhava protect you. May Lord Vaikuntha protect you while you're walking. And may Lord Narayana, the husband of the goddess of fortune, protect you while you're sitting. Similarly, may Lord Yakya Book, the fearful enemy of all evil planets, always protect you with all while you enjoy life. The evil witches known as Dakshinis, Yatudanis, and Kushmandas are the greatest enemies of children. And the evil spirits like Buddhas, Pratis, Pichasas, Yaksas, Yaksas, and other, and Vinayakas, as well as witches like Kotra, Revati, Jesta, Putana, and Matrika are always ready to give trouble to the body, the life and the senses, causing loss of memory, madness, and bad dreams. Like the most experienced evil stars, they all create great disturbance, especially for children. But one can vanquish them simply by uttering Lord Vishnu's names. But for when Lord Vishnu's names resound, all of them become afraid. Meanwhile, all the coward men headed by Nanda Maharaj returned from Atura, and when they saw on the way the gigantic body of Putana lying there, they were struck with great wonder. Nanda Maharaj and the other gopis explained. My dear friends, you must know that Anagadandami Vasudev has become a great saint or a master of mystic power. Otherwise, how could he have foreseen this calamity and predicted it to us? The inhabitants of Raja cut a gigantic body <laughs> Sorry. of Putana into pieces with the help of excess. Then they threw the pieces far away, covered them with wood and burned to ashes. Because of Krishna having sucked the breast of Rakshasi Putana, and Krishna killed her. She was immediately freed of all material contamination. Her sinful reactions automatically vanished, and therefore, when her gigantic body was being burned, smoke emanating from her body was fragrant like a guru incense. Putana was always hankering for the blood of human children. And with that desire, she came to kill Krishna. But because he offered her, she offered her best to the Lord, she attained the greatest achievement. What then is to be said of those who have natural devotion and affection for Krishna as mothers, and had offered him their breasts to suck or offered something very dear as a mother, offered something to a child? Hmm. Yeah. So... Um, in appreciation of, uh, of Krishna's mercy and in Krishna's attitude of recognizing the service and overlooking the poison, overlooking the contamination. And even, even if the service is not 100% uh, pure and mortal, Still, reciprocating with that service in such a glorious way. That is our Krishna. So, Krishna's kindness, Krishna's mercy is just 
are extraordinary and uh, we cannot imagine how far reaching it is but uh, at the same time we fully rely on it we fully rely on it and uh, at the moment you know i meet people who are looking at me with sad faces you know, funeral faces and who are saying i really wish you all strength and and all the best under the circumstances and i feel like they think that i'm in a worse condition than they are but it's rather the opposite they are in a worse condition with me than i am so i should be the one you know telling them with a funeral face you know i really wish you all the strength and all the best to deal with you know the conditions of your life yes so i just wanted to say that because it's it's it gets a bit much all these funeral faces one after another uh, yeah so um, it's simply because of mercy because of so much mercy that i can uh, now see myself in a better position i'm not in i am not better as an individual but because of mercy i got into a better position that is the nature of uh, of our situation so um to become absorbed in the pastimes of krishna and to uh, thoroughly uh, you know thoroughly look at all the aspects of these pastimes is uh, is our true preoccupation okay shila bhakti you know takur has offered to us the uh, a psychological approach where we look at all these demons as representing a certain mentality which certain demonic mentality which also exists within us mm, yes <laughs> sorry um, so that also exists within us this same demonic uh, tendencies the bhakti you know takur points out and um, so and the demons that are killed by krishna representing uh, prototypes or archetypes of particular demonic mentalities putana is described as as a false teacher a false guru uh, obviously one who has ulterior motives other motives than than just uh, attaining krishna mm. so yeah that's something to to deal with in ourselves our ulterior motives how we are not really approaching krishna 
for his mercy, for pure devotional service. Uh, we are approaching Krishna, trying to attain something else from him. And Yabilasitasunyam Gyana Karmadiyanavitam Anukuliena Krishna Shiam Bhakti Uttanam is referring to um, the stage of unalloyed pure devotional service. And uh, yeah, that basically uh, is our, uh, is what we strive for. And that's, of course, uh, what I want from all of you. Uh, um, Many people ask me for uh, for an instruction, you know, like, uh, and what can I say? Uh, I follow all those instructions. I think the instruction is take Krishna's instructions very seriously. Krishna says, uh, if, if Rupa Goswami highlights Anyabhilasita Sunyam as such a central uh, and important verse of the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, well, you know, that's uh, that's not a hollow statement right? because there are no hollow statements in, in the scriptures. That's a very uh, significant statement, and that means we, uh, yeah, we somehow or other have to become like that. Anyabhilasita sunyam jnana karma anavitam. Yes. No more. No more pursuing karma or gyan, fruit of enjoying our fruit of activities to get material benefits. No, no longer escaping from the suffering of this world. Simply being interested in liberation, uh, making making service our uh, yeah the activity that is uh, is absorbing us that's the idea take some service develop it so that that service becomes really uh, the all in all um Yeah, it's the service that is our saving grace. What else do we have? We have no other other possessions. And uh, Krishna gives various abilities and talents and uh, and uh, you know in the Chaitanya uh, Bhagavat, there's the famous story that Lord Nityananda was preaching throughout Bengal and uh, that Lord Nityananda at the time uh, was given a very, very opulent, opulent uh, jewels and ornaments due to the fact that his disciple uh, Udhami Dutta was Udhandatta uh, Thakur was in a Suvarna Varnik uh, family or a family of jewelers and goldsmiths. Uh, he naturally provided many of the jewels. 
So it's described how Lord Nityananda at one point, along with his devotees, was followed by a, a gang of decoys or criminals who were trying to attack him and to steal, um, steal these jewels. And the weapons sharpened and yeah, they were uh, they were ready to kill. But somehow or other, uh, each time they tried to follow Lord Nichananda, uh, something occurred. They were trying to approach Nichananda on the night of the dark moon in a house where he was staying. But as they were laying in ambush and waiting for, uh, you know, for the the night to progress a little so that everyone would be really asleep. They themselves fell asleep and only woke up the next morning. Oh well, you know, they accused each other, but finally the leader of the of the gang of decoids said, No, it's okay. We'll try again. More opportunities will arise. If you stick at it, we will be successful. Anyway, in the end, we see that after they've tried again and again, each time it goes wrong, in the end, they all become blind and they're out in the bush, they're walking to thorn bushes, some fall, break bones, this, that. Then the uh, leader of the gang understands. Well, which now is not an ordinary person. He is the supreme and he surrenders to Lord Nityananda. And then after he surrendered, he regularly brings more people like himself, different criminals to the feet of Nityananda. So I like this because it brings the point that everyone has his own natural community that he can reach people with a similar interest, with a similar nature. These are the people that he can, can reach. So this is, uh, is very nice because all of us have our own, uh, our, our own uh, people, our own kind of people that are within our circle of influence. And uh, yeah, we can do something for reaching out to those people quite easily. Hmm. So that is is uh, is a positive meditation if we can do so. Um, anyway, so my underlying point right, in this in the last 10 minutes or so is that uh, really the essence is that somehow or other we just realize these injunctions of the main books, as simple as that. And that's obviously my instruction to you. Take it serious. That is the point. Right? That is what I want to see. It's not that I have to, um, I don't have to tell you everything you have to do. Because that's given in the books. 
I mean, the main thing that that I have to do is to somehow or other uh, get you to make the commitment. Right? Somehow or other uh, encourage, somehow or other support, somehow or other remind you in some way or other uh, that we're going to make the commitment to live by this Krishna consciousness. The teachings are there. Those are at our fingertips. Uh, recently in an initiation in London, I asked everyone to, all the candidates, to read the first 19 chapters of the Nectar Devotion, which I do more often. And the Nectar Devotion is describing the ocean, the transcendental ocean of Bhakti. And then this ocean of Bhakti is divided into four divisions. And four divisions and this uh, the eastern division are the first 19 chapters and these first 19 chapters cover basically the process of devotional service and particularly explain that if we want to become anyabhilasita sunyam free from any other desire then we need to undergo uh, a process and uh, this process is devotional service in practice, Salana Bhakti. Now that's extensively described there. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, from, from chapter six to uh, chapter 14. So that's, that's quite a bit. Yeah, and then the other chapters of the Eastern Division are adding a little. So this is very important. This is something that we should live. Yeah. These first 19 chapters of the Bhagavad Gita, of the Nectar Devotion, tell us basically how to conduct our spiritual life. Yeah. So in other words, uh, what I have to offer you is not uh, that re revolutionary in that uh, you cannot find that information on your own. You can. You probably have the nectar of devotion somewhere at home. And probably you could read these first 19 chapters and probably you could make an effort to, uh, to implement these instructions in, in, in your life. Probably that's all quite possible. So I'm not really needed to do that, of course, you know. Uh, if someone really can't take the book off the shelf, then I can speak about it. If someone, even after taking it off the shelf, uh, finds it hard to open it, uh, yeah, okay. And even if someone, after opening it, finds it hard to read it, and even if someone reads something, then certainly not 19 chapters. All right, you know, that's all possible. So I can, I can bring a summary, I can, I can do all these things. I can, in one lecture, try to kind of give an overview of 19, of the essence of nine chapters, or I can do a three day seminar on the contents of the, of the nectar of devotion and so on and so on. Um, and maybe you can add something in terms of insight, but in itself, it is not complicated. It is just a matter 
of doing it. And that's the issue. It's about the commitment to doing it. I find my primary, uh, my primary work is to somehow or other strengthen commitment, inspire commitment, strengthen commitment. My real topic is about commitment. Um, then I have explained not just commitment of what we are supposed to be, but commitment uh, to taking shelter taking shelter of the recommendations of scriptures and act accordingly. That would be the, uh, uh, yeah, the primary activity to increase the commitment. So in various ways, I'm working on that. And, um, okay, uh, the next leg of our journey is, uh, is Vrindavan. It's not too far away. Um, I'm leaving on the uh, 1st of uh, September. Some have already reached the early birds. Some are uh, reaching in the next few days uh, and so on. And, uh, and we will soon meet there. Uh, uh, once I am in Vrindavan, uh, in a different time zone, and will no longer be practical to run this uh, this Zoom on the Friday night. I'm going to change it to to the Saturday somewhere middle of the day, yeah, because it's uh, I'll find a time you know so that uh, Australians can still watch it, so that uh, Americans when they are early can catch it so that Europeans can partake and so on and try and find a strategic time for the world. But I'll shift to uh, to the Saturday because I'm not going to start on Friday night Indian time at 10.30 p.m. That's a bit too extreme uh, because I, I can tell you that's when I'll be in bed. That's for sure. Uh, because some rest is also uh, makes sense, yeah. So, like that. Anyway, um, yeah. Then, oh, then in India, I will. My plan is that for the first uh, period, I'll be uh, spending some time with you, and then, of course, yeah. Then the time comes for me to follow in the footsteps of Maharaj Pariksit. Okay? When Maharaj Pariksit got the notice to, to leave, he did, it was only seven days. I got a little more time, so I took some extra time. But Maharaj Pariksit didn't take any extra time. He just went straight to the Ganga, sat down and basically absorbed himself in healing. Okay? It is Sravanam Kirtanam. It is healing, chanting, and remembering Krishna. That is our uh, objective. So um, I feel that I have to, uh, um, well, I have to take shelter. Right? 
I've been speaking about taking shelter and that taking shelter is the essence. Yeah. And uh, taking shelter of the of devotional service and of the instructions. So uh, I think that I must do my part now, right? In my and and take shelter, take shelter of hearing and chanting. Uh, how good it will be, I'm not sure because there there will be uh, symptoms of disease as well that will be. Uh, distracting, disturbing, or uh, they, they already are. And so, uh, yeah, what can I do? And it's going to be increasingly so. So uh, it's going to be, uh, it may not be the easiest thing uh, to be totally absorbed in, in hearing and chanting because uh, when there's pain, then it becomes a little bit more difficult to be really absorbed but uh, i will just do it regardless i'll do it because it's what krishna tells us to do i'll do i'll just take shelter of the way of the instructions of srimad bhagavatam and the scripture then i'm quite sure that the mercy of krishna is there and that you know so i trust in krishna but at the same time uh, i have to do my part and really take shelter so in this period this is my meditation is let me seriously take shelter of the uh, injunctions of the scripture and fulfill my part in that way uh, when Krishna says Sarva Dharma Parita Yama Mukam Saranam Raja Ahamtava Sarva Papiru Mokya Isyami Masuja. He speaks about two things. He speaks about uh, our contribution and his contribution. And our contribution is Sarva Dharma Parita is to give up all varieties of religion or activity uh, other than pure devotion service and Krishna will take away our karmic burden and all the obstacles on our path. And Krishna will basically make it possible to realize Krishna consciousness. Okay, um, I need a uh, five minute pit stop. So uh, you can just uh, exercise uh, a little patience and Find something to do. I'll be uh, I'll be back in a few minutes. <sighs> All right. So um, yeah, what I'm uh, thinking then. So on this theme of commitment, I think what uh, what is the best I can I can do for you is that uh, well i must follow in the uh, footsteps of uh, of the previous acharyas and when i look at Srila Prabhupada and his departure um, Srila Prabhupada remained consistent right, in, in following 
uh, the standards till the very end. We uh, kept on translating. Uh, and often we look at Srila Prabhupada lying there in his final moments on the bed. And Ajumna uh, uh, is sitting at the head. Jayadeja Swami is holding the microphone, the dictaphone. And uh, uh, in this way, the uh, translation continues. And Prabhupada speaking these last words. Now, if you're looking at, at the verse that Prabhupada, the last verse Prabhupada translates, I'm not gonna do it right now, but uh, it's not the, uh, the most revolutionary statement. You know, it's not like the last revelation. Here's the last revelation. Here are his Prabhupada's final message. No, it's not that. It's more, his unbroken commitment. He shows his unbroken commitment. And that is what uh, I'll try to do in my own little way. You know, I'll, I'll try also to show uh, unbroken to commitment to the end, regardless of, uh, of what the circumstances uh, may bring. I'll, I'll hold the commitment. And with that, I hope to give you an inspiration. Uh, I have explained uh, to, in summary, that uh, I am not somebody who is, uh, I'm not a ray of Vishnu, you know, a specially empowered living being. Uh, and, and Shakti Aresh avatar, and, uh, you know, kind of empowered by extraordinary spiritual power to uh, spread Krishna consciousness. Um, I'm not a Nietzsche Siddha. I did not come from the from the spiritual world. I am just someone who comes from ordinary life where you also come from. And I just came from ordinary life, but it's by the commitment to taking shelter that uh, this entire process takes us just to the lotus feet of Krishna. And, uh, and that is what I want you to do. So, I want you to follow my example in your life. Uh, and I'll stand there as an example to you. Uh, whether I live or die, doesn't matter. I'll be the example. Just like Srila Prabhupada is an example to us now. Okay? Uh, the six Goswamis are examples to us now. Okay? I can't copy the six Goswamis, but they inspire me though in many ways by their example. So by, my, by example, by an example of my commitment, I am trying to uh, transmit this message to you uh, that commitment is, is the essence. Commit 
to the teachings of the scriptures, to live your life by these teachings. Simply commit. And I pray that uh, my presence in your life is inspiring you to that commitment. And, uh, and that the way that I'm try trying to leave the world in Krishna consciousness will also uh, inspire you to, uh, to commit to the last moment of your life. So far, you are making commitments in Krishna consciousness, and you can make these commitments deeper and stronger and keep them, never take a step back, and then go forward and maintain these commitments till the last moment in your life. All right, that's my message for the day. Uh, I'll take a few questions. Uh, Krishna Kirtan has a hand up. And uh, so we'll uh, give him the first, uh, the first chance today. Hare Krishna Maharaj, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we can hear you very loud. So um, it's not a question actually, it's a comment. Um, <clears throat> something I'd always thought about saying, um, it, you know, right at the end, but because you brought up this thing about your commitment, to us as disciples is this unbroken commitment. And you gave the example Prabhupada. Um, I just uh, wanted to share that. I remember when you had pneumonia a few years ago <clears throat> and you were staying here in London at ours and uh, it was very difficult for you to get out of bed, breathing, everything. It was very, very, you were very weak and you were taking a long time to chant one round and uh, I always have this memory of how you are able just to still, you know, like no one's looking behind closed doors, but you'd still take hours and finish those 16 rounds. Uh, it's just something uh, very special, actually. So I, I, I'm very privileged to have you, but also for you to particularly to highlight that that's your, you know, major contribution, even beyond my Samadhi, even Darwin Samadhi and all of these external things, but this lifelong thing of somebody from an ordinary life who got the mercy, but then made maximum use of the mercy. That's, uh, for me, your shining star. So thank you. I just wanted to show. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, well, what to do? You know, I promised to chant the 16 rounds, so I have to try. And uh, yeah, I was sick at that time. and. Uh, I couldn't get up from bed and I needed help to get up from bed. And it, was, it was difficult, you know, but um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd been sick before in India and somewhere other, you know. Um, I grew up like that in spiritual life. And also by the mercy of Bhavananda, you know, like Bhavananda, uh, he would just say, well, no matter what, but the show must go on, you know, which meant like, uh, you got to finish your rounds, you know, that's, 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 you got to finish your rounds, you got to do your service. His mood was, you're sick, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's not nice, but anyway, 
your service must go on. If, if you really can't do your service, uh, then you should crawl to someone and get them to do your service. <laughs> but the service must go on. Uh, he was very strong man. Uh, was good. He was right. Yes, the chanting must go on. Uh, uh, and then Krishna will help. I remember I was quite ill six and a half years ago. I went through these operations and then Oh, one day I was chanting the whole day in the hospital and I had chanted, I managed seven rounds the whole day after like 12 hours of chanting. I'd, I'd done seven. It was so difficult. And then suddenly at night, Krishna gave me some time and uh, and suddenly in one hour, I, I, I was able to chant boom, eight rounds just like that. Then that one was easy, you know, like, okay. Right. So he just suddenly gave me the mercy that, you know, I thought today I'm not going to make it. I didn't believe in it anymore. But then, but I tried. So Krishna helped. Yeah. Yes, like that. Okay, now that I got you on the line, Krishna Kirtan, you have to uh, do one small thing. And that is, uh, there is upstairs, probably in that black bag, there's a pouch, you know, maybe in the side pockets of the black bag. And there's the pouch where there is the Bhagavad Gita from uh, that Kartik Chandra gave, that old manuscript. And I wanted to show it to Gopinath Acharya, you know, because he knows about such things, you know, more than I do. Uh, you know, what do I know about old manuscripts? It was the, it's the first time I had one in my hand, you know. It's got the so uh, if you could uh, have a look, and uh, it's in a pouch, you know, a little money pouch type of thing. Okay. And there's a few of these pouches in the back. You can uh, check it out. Okay. And the next uh, question, please. It is Tirumala. Yes, Tirumala. Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. I just had a question about um, Putna because we're not allowed to change, like we can't change our constitutional position, but then we always hear that you know, because Putna like nursed Krishna that she got the position of Yannas, and I just don't understand that. Well, you know, Putna is described that in her last life she was the daughter of uh, of Bali Maharaj, and when she saw Vamana, she felt uh, initially very uh, uh, attracted to such a beautiful small boy and she felt had parental feelings towards him you know but then he uh he took away by trick all the all the property of Bali Maharaj and then she became so angry that she just like said I you know I will not like sit I'll give him poison and so that came out when she became Putana. But that other side, that those motherly feelings are also there. So we can also look at 
Putin over more than one life, and then, then the whole narrative becomes maybe a little bit more uh, understandable, how she, in a sense, uh, yeah, in at least the previous life, there were parental feelings as well. And since Krishna's Trikalatya, he, he sees us different than we see ourselves. We, we, to us, all these lives are so separated, but, I, but to Krishna, they're not so separated. Krishna can see them all. And so Krishna knows. So he may reciprocate to different moods we had in different lives, as he did with Putin. Yeah. But it's extraordinary that, that Putina got so much mercy, you know. Okay, she gave the breast and I guess there was milk as well, but there was poison and uh, she uh, she got uh, she got such a reward, which shows the causeless mercy of Krishna. Right? This was no longer Yeyatamam Papadyante, this was no longer just responding according to in in, in direct reciprocation to a service and then I reward accordingly. No, this was just, I, I, I reward like, you know, beyond expectations. And look, you know, I mean, Putina, Putina <laughs> in the spiritual world. Come on, not Putina, yes, Putina. Yes, extraordinary. So it's like, uh, it's, uh, and to me, this pastime is especially nice because it's hope giving, you know. It gives me hope uh, when I reflect on my own lack of qualification. Yeah, I mean, like poor performance, then I am. Next. Yes, Hare Krishna. Um, can you hear me well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I'm sorry, the question I have, it's not related to today's class. Okay. Um, there was a class uh, you gave uh, in Radhadesh, I think, uh, when you're talking about remaining um, humble, we should always try to remain humble. And um, you gave an example of um, a neophyte uh, who, um, you know, sometimes as a neophyte, I'm a neophyte, so we stand uh, in front of the deities and um, in front um, of the senior devotees. And um, we should try to remain um, humble and um, show some, uh, uh, it was about Vaishnava etiquette. Right. Yeah. Simple and, point. Uh, it was a simple point that we should not stand in front of a senior Vaishnava. Because according to etiquette, senior Vaishnava should stand in front of us. So now I gave one exception that if a senior Vaishnava chooses to be in the back and sort of, then what can you do? But otherwise, 
If someone's seen it to us, we'll stand behind them. That is the end. And um, yeah, well, in the case uh, of uh, RIT, St. Mangal RIT, which yeah. I like to attend, and I really like to see the deities close. Uh, so I'll, I was just wondering, um, you know, because there's that aspect of when you look at the deities close, um, there is also the cleaning. It's simple. It's particularly when we offer obeisances in the beginning that we're very conscious of the pecking order. Yes, once we are in the kirtan, we may stand in different positions in the kirtan. And at that time, it's no longer so relevant who stands in front of who. Um, some may be more leaning. Some may be more inclined to be in front of the deities. Others may be more inclined to be right next to the kirtan leader, like that. And some may just love to stand in the back. Um, so then we do not all stand in that order according to seniority anyway. But at the time of offering obeisances, it is a good exercise to, to take one's humble place. Uh, you mean offering obeisances to, to... As we all go in the temple and we all wait for the curtain to open. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Maharaj. Good. Thank you. Who is here? Jyoti and Mani. Yes, he's here. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Nice seeing you. Uh, I don't have a question. I only yeah. have a request. If you could uh, kindly uh, read uh, uh, the message I sent you on Messenger, because uh, I sent you the darshan of my new deities, they arrived uh, two days ago. So I just wanted you to, I just wanted you to, to see them. I can even show you now because I'm close to the, the altar if you want. <laughs> sure, sure, show us. Okay, here they are. I hope you can see them. Not so good yet. Okay. Just a little closer. Okay, uh, so I don't know. I, I cannot see what I am actually showing you. You're showing me one deity. Now you show me the crown. And okay. two you know, show me your face and some arms of uh, Lord Chaitanya, I think. Yes, it is. He is. Yes. I, I have to see what I'm actually. There he is. Lord okay. Chaitanya. This yeah. Lord Chaitanya. And next to him, we have Lord Nityananda. Yes, nice. They're nice deities. Yeah, right. They just arrived from Vrindavan. And uh, so if you could kindly also give them your blessings and also give them a name. <laughs> so yes. that's why. That's oh. what um, I wanted just to disturb you for that. I could see that coming. <laughs> Thank you, Guru. <laughs> I'm sorry if they were late. Uh, I would have w wished to take them with me in, uh, in other days, but what to do? They decide when they want to come. What to do? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, hey. The name. Thank you, oh, yes. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All bridge for Prabhupada. Nice to tell the Buddha behind you. Pretty impressive. Yes. Maharaj, actually, the last time when uh, there was a have asked you about the question, like, for problem, problem, problems, problem, sound problem. Start again. Yeah. Actually, last time, maybe it was before the initiation. I've told you about uh, Mauritius. Like uh, then, you told me to organize some programs in Mauritius for the youth, and uh, I've actually I've actually host uh, a free days kirtan in the temple in Krishnabara Mandir. And uh, now I'm uh, planning to organize a 12-hour kirtan again. Please give, me a, please give me a blessing so that it can be successful. All the blessings. That's wonderful. I thank you very much, Vasavanaman, for your service. I think it's really, uh, Hare Krishna, I think it's really valuable because, uh, you know, um, yeah, young people need to do things, you know, God, just people have energy and they need to be part of activity and events. And yeah, so sometimes you can have kirtan in the temple. Sometimes we have kirtan on the beach. That was also very nice. Uh, so like that, there are, you know, and kirtan on the beach and some nice prasadam is also very popular. And uh, yeah. since my holidays is coming, so maybe after my exams, I'm planning, maybe I will organize one beach program. Hey, are you talking? Very good. Yeah. And now that you have the Java duty behind you, then, you know, during the, the, the annual boat festival, there should be a youth boat, you know, can already work on making a beautiful uh, plan for all the festivals. And, Ah, yeah, so much to do about the archers. Very exciting. Thank you so much. Appreciate very much what you're doing. This is really the light. Hmm. Okay, we can move on. Gurudas. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Um, regarding, I'm, I'm planning in, over the years, over the course of life, to make more commitments to my bhajan and preaching. Um, should the life be more and more commitments, or should there be more spontaneity as one advances over the years? Um, I think that uh, we're speaking about uh, advanced bhakti, advanced devotional service is uh, a spontaneous devotional service, Raghavaga Bhakti, where the bhakti is just naturally emerging from our heart. You know, and, and we naturally feel like the Krishna. So that is also more commitment. 
Yeah, so the, the increased commitment is, is commitment to standards, commitment to rules, commitment to scriptures, but also commitment to Krishna and also with the heart. So as, as we are committed with the heart, we naturally get spontaneous. Right? So spontaneity will come as our commitment grows. The spontaneous aspect of the commitment that we just from our heart feel like uh, serving Krishna, that will also emerge. Yeah. So there's no contradiction between the two. The two rather are complementary. Yeah. But it is natural, you know, that our attachment to Krishna should be uh, should be growing. Yeah? We should be, uh, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, this whole Putana, how many times have I have I heard the Putana story, thought about the Putana story, and yeah, this Aho Bakiyami, you know, it's such a uh, amazing moment, you know, and then we can think of uh, of uh, Prem Nidhi, you know, like uh, or Pundarik Vijanidi, other name of the same person, seated on the Vyasa Sun, beautifully dressed, and then Mukunda singing this, and then uh, and the Pundarik Vijanidi who was in a parental mood. Uh, because he was actually the manifestation of Maharaj Frisabhana. Then when he heard that kirtan, he just lost it. He lost it. And he heard that, that verse song. Like that. You know, he was just, became ecstatic. So over time, we, we, we get more knowledge, we appreciate these things more. And, and so we begin to relish. Then spiritual life becomes Then we are relishing at every step. Whoa. Oh, Gurudas. May you relish. Thank you, Marat. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Um, on uh, Instagram, someone had asked a question. Um, in one of your classes, you mentioned Krishna will never give a devotee a test that he cannot pass. And the question was, when, when, uh, then why do some devotees fail in Lord Krishna's test? Why do you fail? Well, you know, it means we have the potential to pass. It doesn't mean that we uh, are not uh, sometimes maybe failing, but we could have made it. We just gave in to our weakness, to our lower nature. Yeah? But we had the actual actual stronger sight as well. So uh, we fail by overlooking our inherent strength. Um, now I'm here in, in Oxford and I'm staying in a room and there are different things. On, uh, someone has a mirror in the room with stickers on it on the frame. And one of the stickers says, you know, 
I am stronger than I think I am. Okay, so there's all these motivational messages on, on the mirror. Yes, uh, you know, uh, yes, we should just uh, try to be strong, try not to fail. But then if we do fail, then it's also not the end from the world, the end of the world, you know, like we may have failed, but then Prabhupada says failure is the pillar of success, which means we can why did we fail? What did we do wrong? Where did we go wrong? Each time we failed, we went wrong somewhere. Where was it? And it should not happen again. From that, we should learn to avoid that. When we see it coming next time, we should turn. Right? We should not go there again yeah. to that cause of failure. No. That we, so we learn also from our mistakes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So you'll come to India? Yes, I will. When will you be there? Um, I'm leaving here on the 29th. Okay, very soon. So, couple of days. Yeah, Monday. Wow. Yeah, I leave on the first. So, and I'll reach then on the second. By lunchtime. I always arrive at lunchtime. I don't know how I manage it. I didn't plan it, but, but it always happens. Krishna. Yeah. I think I'll get there around midnight, so I don't know how to manage, but. Yes. I should... <laughs> on the second. lunchtime. Yeah. It will be very nice to see you after a long time. But um, I wanted to ask, so I remember when I'm here, but, uh, I remember uh, you were giving a lecture and you're talking about coming in a devotional service and, you know, sooner or later, we, we hit our limitations. These things catch up with us all. You know, we can get really absorbed in service and everything's going nice, but these limitations come and then focus can shift more on these limitations even if it's related to krishna but it could feel like we're drowning in the limitations but how to maintain that persistence and being absorbed in service and not you know how how much mind do we need to the limitations versus just praying to krishna for attraction to him mm -hmm. yeah this point started I came to a certain temple which was on the coast, and uh, when I when I reached, I asked uh, about the temple president. He wasn't there, and then someone said, "Oh, he went to the beach." And then someone said, three days ago." I go, three days ago? What does that mean?" And and he said, "Yeah, we don't know. He's just sitting there on the." Uh, you know, just in front of the ocean. So always ready for an excuse to go to the beach. I went to the beach and um, yeah, you know, they drove me there and he was sitting there and okay, so they let me out of the car. I walked up and I sat next to him. Didn't say anything. 
uh, I waited about 10, 15 minutes, and then I said, nice view, isn't it? And then we had a conversation. And uh, basically, his question was, who am I really? And, and the thing was that somewhere along the line, he had lost himself. He had played a role, but there was no authenticity. It wasn't like his heart was not involved in what he was doing. And so at one point, he just felt that he had lost the way. And then you know what to do. So, you know, this, this is what can happen. So authenticity is important. It's like uh, our hearts should definitely, we should find ourselves, you know, we should, should uh, we should want to do what we are doing. Uh, we should not just do duty, 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 duty. Uh, if it's just duty, 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 and then yes, Krishna, I'm dutiful, yes, Krishna, I'm dutiful, yes, I'm dutiful, I'm dutiful, I'm dutiful, I'm dutiful, I'm dutiful. Then one day it's it, then it's gonna be heavy. Then it is like, you know, you are a young man, you can if you would have to offload a a truck with three thousand bricks. Now, how many bricks could you pick up at a time? Four, six, eight, ten? I mean, yeah, you might say, well, uh, you know, poof, uh, well, you know, I'm young, I can do, uh, I can do uh, eight, you know, comfortably. 10 would be pushing it a little, uh, but maybe six is easier if I have to do many, because after a while the muscles get tired and the last brick weighs a lot heavier than the first brick. Yeah. So that's when we are doing something out of duty, then it is like unloading a truck of bricks. And over time it becomes harder and more difficult to maintain. But if our if our heart is into what we're doing, yeah, uh, then we have always renewed enthusiasm to carry on. So yes, this devotee on the beach was asking the question, who am I really? Yeah, so. So somewhere along the line, uh, we need to, to be able to involve our heart and also find some taste in what we do. Uh, cannot only be duty, but we cannot, we're not. That becomes hard. Anyway, that, that was the point that, that, that I was making. In, in, uh, and uh, 
So I think one way to invoke the heart is also to, to be thoughtful and to appreciate what is uh, really, uh, what we're really doing here. You know what I mean? It's like if we see a bit more transcendental, like I, you know, if, if I have to iron the cloth of the Lord or something, I don't particularly like ironing so much. I'm not like very good at it either. It's not like, you know, my main thing, but for Krishna, well, you know, I could, right? For Krishna, I could do it, yeah. For myself, you know, so, you know, other things to do, you know. This is not ironed. And it's fine, yeah? What's wrong with it? But, okay. but for Krishna, we will do some ironing. Uh, because it's Krishna, and Krishna is wonderful. So sometimes we're just lacking, sometimes just too much of an automatic pilot without seeing deeper, what am I actually doing here? You know, I mean, it's for Krishna, I'm getting so much benefit. Uh, so we need to renew our motivation also yeah, by, by regular hearing. By hearing, we can can renew. Those are some some thoughts. Okay. Thank yeah, you. looking forward to uh, to seeing you in a couple. Really uh, exciting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adikeshava, you know who you meet. You know, like you just ask the Vrindavan devotees for Adikeshava, and you'll surely find him straight away. And he knows where I'm staying. He can take me there. Okay. Try. Yes. Very good. Haribo. Hare Krishna. Okay, this has got to be the very last one. And yes, over the nation. Yeah, can you still? Yeah. Sehr schön. Also, ich habe eine folgende Frage. Äh, in den heutigen Zeiten wird ja viel äh, Panik gemacht, was Gesundheit betrifft. Und ich pflege eigentlich immer zu antworten, dass es eigentlich Unsinn ist, weil der Todestag von uns sowieso schon feststeht. Ja. Äh, okay. bin, ich hier, bin ich hier falsch oder muss, muss ich hier umdenken oder ist das richtig? Sie uh, says. Yeah, I can translate it in English, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she says that, uh, you know, nowadays a lot of people are very worried about health and this and that. And she's saying this is actually nonsense because uh, after all, our death is already fixed. You know, we already know we have a certain number of breaths and, you know, so therefore, uh, it's just, uh, uh, is this indeed nonsense or, or not? Well, okay, we can of course also shorten our duration of life. You know, uh, somebody who commits suicide is just uh, cutting it short immediately and, uh, and then doesn't live his natural life. Or if we neglect to look after our health, seriously neglect, we can also bring uh, death upon ourselves. So we do have to take care, but yes, there is an 
an element of predestination where it says everyone has a certain number of breaths. So it looks like we can interfere with that by neglect. Yeah, oder auf Deutsch, in German for a moment, auf Deutsch kann man sagen, ja, als wir äh, vernachlässigt sind, ja, dann kommen natürlich auch Folgen. So, ich denke, dann können wir die, äh, unsere Lebenszeit verkürzen. Äh, aber normalerweise haben wir sicher unsere, ja, ein sicheres Nummer von, äh, von, von Atmen äh, während unserem Leben und in anderen Wörtern Lebensdauer äh, ist, ist dann in diesem schon, schon festgelegt. Ja. Ja. Uh, so a bit of truth on both sides. Ein wenig Wahrheit an beiden Seiten. Aber ja, wir sorgen für unsere Gesundheit, aber wir brauchen nicht so viel Angst zu haben. Als wir sterben müssen, dann werden wir sterben. Als wir, noch, als wir länger leben sollen, dann leben wir länger. Ja? Not so need to, to be in anxiety. If we are destined to live longer, we will live longer. If we are destined to die early, we will die early. Yeah. And even then, okay, then you die. Death is just a change of service for a devotee. So you don't have to worry. That is also good. Okay, thank you, Govinda Meshwari. Und auf Wiedersehen. Yeah, Okay, dear devotees, I thank you. I am going to, uh, I have a few more rounds to end, which I'll now finish. Uh, it's, uh, uh, so the next time, I'll see you. Uh, I'll start Zooming on a Saturday uh, yeah, in the morning, maybe maybe uh, starting at 11 or so. That might be a good time because then it will be 5 a.m. in America. It's close at least. Then it will be 7 p.m. in Australia. Uh, so. 11 a.m. Indian time on Saturday. The next time looks to me uh, quite practical. Okay, see you very, very soon. And uh, may all go well with you. And uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you again. Hare Krishna. Shri Prabhupada.